Welcome to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith. I'm a wife, a boy mama, a marketing agency owner, and a trusted marketing advisor to entrepreneurs just like you. Marketing is my MO, and this podcast is the place to learn how to market your business with simplicity, purpose, and integrity. You'll learn how to become a more profitable and happier business owner who feels confident, hopeful, and motivated to grow. The thing is, professionalism as we know it is changing. What we talk about at work, how we represent our brands and our businesses, and how we show up in our marketing material has changed drastically in just a few short years. This is the place where we're going to learn how to navigate those waters together. How to market your business while staying true to your values. How to show up in your business in a way that feels really honest and right for you. Good marketing makes value visible. And in these episodes, you'll learn how to make visible the value that you provide for others so that you can achieve the kind of success that allows you to live your very best life on your own terms. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith. And today we're going to talk about three types of high performing marketing content. And I want to be super clear that I'm not talking about YouTube videos or blog posts or podcasts. I'm talking about the type of content that you would put into those vehicles uh, that reach your audience. So today we're going to be talking about the what, what to post, what to share uh, on your platforms, and whether you're sharing on social media or in your email marketing material, on your blog post, on your videos, on your podcast, these types of content are the types of content that are performing really well right now. This episode is airing in October of 2022. And as we know, trends and features and algorithms, <laughs> they can change on a dime. Uh, but today, I'm sharing the things that we know to be true. So my company, just as a reminder, is a marketing agency, and we provide done-for-you marketing services. Our clients are therapists and doctors and coaches and consultants. They are attorneys, they are real estate agents, and they are exceptionally good at what they do. They are experts in their field, and they do not want to become marketing experts. They're very good at what they do, and they have learned that it's best to outsource the work that they don't want to do, the work that they are not proficient in. And so they hire our team to create their marketing strategy and then execute that strategy, which we very much enjoy doing for them. We also consult with businesses and brands and uh, go in and audit what they are doing and de- develop a plan of improvement for them based on their goals. So We have clients in different industries, and each industry is a little bit different. There is no one-size-fits-all marketing plan, and so we start by doing a marketing strategy that fits that particular brand, that particular brand's goals, and what they hope to achieve over the short term and over the long term. And the types of content that we recommend to each brand may be a little bit different here and there, but these three that I've compiled for you today are pretty standard and will fit in most service-based businesses' marketing plan. 
uh, we've been doing this for quite some time and I'm coming from a place of experience and evidence. I always like to have data to prove my point, uh, which we do. And it's worth noting that I want you to keep in mind, we're talking to service-based business owners today. There are different types of marketing tactics that perform really well uh, for products and that type of marketing. These will also be beneficial to a product-based business, but specifically service-based businesses with the intangibles are really uh, struggling to get their message across and convert an audience into paying customers. And so these types of content that I'm going to share today are the types of content that we know to help move the needle towards sales conversions. Okay, so with that, let's get started. The first type of content that we know to be really uh, beneficial is interactive content. And that includes things like Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives or quizzes, uh, question and answers, polls, uh, things that engage your audience with you in real time or shortly thereafter perform really well. It gives people access to you or people on your team, which in turn promotes trust, it promotes accessibility, and it sparks a conversation. It invites your audience to go a little bit deeper with you. One tactic that we like to use uh, specifically for sales conversions, this is a bottom of the funnel type of tactic. Uh, so your people have already become aware of you. They have been consuming your content. Maybe they're on your email list, uh, but you've nurtured them kind of to this point where you want to turn them into paying customers. And one thing that we uh, know to do really well in that type of a scenario are uh, live Zoom calls or a webinar, which provides the audience with some valuable piece of information, something that they find important and worth their time. And they have an opportunity to work with you that you invite them to work with you throughout the webinar, right? Not just at the end where you do a sales pitch. So hosting a live webinar is a great way for people to see you face to face, uh, get some specific questions answered possibly, and then make a decision about buying from you. Also, to keep in mind, this doesn't have to be you, right, dear business owner. This can be somebody on your team uh, that provides this webinar to people in your audience as well. It's just a great way to uh, boost subscribers on your mailing list. It can be treated like an opt-in. You can also do this on a quarterly basis. You can do this on an annual basis. You can do this on a weekly basis. It's whatever is right for your marketing strategy. And however much time that you're willing to commit to doing this. So there's a lot of factors that go into this. Uh, It doesn't have to be hard. It can just simply be a way of holding space for your audience. Uh, If you like to be one that's really prepared, you can put slides together and have a specific type of presentation. Uh, Sometimes people just like to be able to ask whatever questions are on their mind about your specific expertise. So there's a lot of ways to do this, uh, but we are finding that these webinars are really great for uh, boosting sales specifically. Uh, Facebook Lives can be treated the same way. Um, When we talk about uh, quizzes, There are great ways of doing quizzes that you can host on your website. You can do this on social media or in your email marketing as well, but a lot of times people will use quizzes as a 
uh, an opt-in. And they can be done really well because they provide instant feedback to your audience. And it is interactive. It gives people a quick fix uh, specific to what they're looking for. Uh, Q&A type of uh, posts on social media and polls and things like that to garner people's um, opinions, those also do really well on social media. So keeping those things in mind, interactive content is one of the best forms of content that we are seeing. It does require your attention. It requires your time and it requires your presence uh, as a business owner in some cases. So just keep that in mind. Number two, storytelling content. It is one of the most powerful ways to establish your expertise that I have found. There is so much power in your story, uh, in what you have achieved, in how you get results for your clients. And we know that each and every one of us has a hero's journey arc to our lives, right? And chances are that the reason that you started your business is because you were dissatisfied or unhappy in some way, right? Something in your previous career just wasn't quite right. And so you decided, you know what, I'm going to strike out and do this on my own. And there's so much power in that story, right? So you did the work to start your business and getting results for your clients is powerful. And that type of story showcases, um, a specific type of social proof that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, But it also provides this behind the scenes peek into the human behind the brand, right? Your team, uh, your triumphant journey, right? You know, and we know that the human brain is really designed to absorb and consume and repeat stories, right? We know that that's part of the fabric of many cultures and most people, the best kinds of people, are the kinds of people that enjoy a triumphant win or the rise of the underdog or the perseverance of one who never gave up, right? I mean, that's the stuff that Hollywood is built on. (laughs) So it's just how we're wired, right? And so anytime you can use a story, whether it's your own story or a way to show data, your content is likely to be well-received. And I want to do a little plug for a book that I read recently. Uh, It's written by Arthur Brooks, and it's called From Strength to Strength. And this book had the potential to be so very dry. There is so much neuroscience in this book, and there is so much social science in this book. And it does have a ton of data in it, but it reads like a novel. I could not put this book down. I got so much out of this book personally, and I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite books that I've read this year. Uh, but it's done so well. It it took material that could be incredibly dry, incredibly boring, and was just so well written that it read, like I said, like a novel. So uh, using story to prove your point and to showcase data uh, is a great way of connecting with your audience and holding their engagement. And on that note, the third type of content that is performing really well right now is social proof. And social proof is the third type of content that we know to be enjoyed the most. And social proof is this kind of catch-all phrase for things like 
testimonials and case studies, before and afters, data-driven content. Those are all examples of social proof. And HubSpot defines social proof as the idea that consumers will adapt their behavior according to what other people are doing, okay? So, for example, if you've ever decided to put up your Christmas decorations after you saw your neighbor doing it the day after Thanksgiving, that's an example of social proof, right? You are uh, part of a social proof phenomena. And we have a natural desire to follow others. It's part of how our humanity has evolved, right? Obviously, this can be really destructive, And there's plenty of evidence that social media can be incredibly destructive to adolescents, right? Because their prefrontal cortex is not developed yet. And this is where we have a lot of our reasoning and decision-making skills. And so we have to understand that this phenomena of social proof, our human nature wants to be part of a peer group that we can identify with. And when we see that we can be part of a community, This confirms the identity that we want to own or we want to be known for, right? And it can be, it can have massive negative consequences, right? We know this to be true. And it can also have positive benefits as well, right? So when used in a professional situation, the psychological effect that motivates your ideal clients to buy from you because others in their peer group have done so, that's a good example of social proof when used for business purposes, right? When a child develops an eating disorder because they're seeing um, completely dysmorphic bodies on social media, that's social proof in the most negative of consequences, right? There's plenty of evidence showing that that is also true. So, but for today and for the purposes of this podcast episode, we're talking about things like using testimonials and word of mouth and case studies so that you can show the results of your work in order to attract and convert more of the right people uh, to work with you. And just a disclaimer here, we want to attract the right people to our brand that want our services. (laughs) Like we're not trying to psychologically manipulate anybody into working with us. (laughs) Social proof is a tactic that we use in order to show people who are on the fence about whether or not to work with us that this could be right for them if they fall into X, Y, or Z category right? So just keeping that in mind, like we don't ever want to convince somebody to do something that's not right for them. We want to uh, encourage people to do things that are best for them, that move them toward the best direction of their goals so that they can live their best life, right? Uh, I hope it goes without saying (laughs) that we all know that to be true. But when we're talking about marketing, it's really important that we talk about integrity right along with it. So that's a big pillar of my business and my own personal values. So keeping that in mind as well. And so we can see other examples of social proof in phrases like 
um, join the 10,000 subscribers who've benefited from subscribing to this podcast or uh, join the 5,000 women in this community that are making positive changes in their community or what something to that effect, right? Things like that. Those numbers, specifically that data-driven content, is confirmation and evidence that you need to know that one, you're not alone, right? And two, that you're in the right group. And three, that you can be part of this community and identify as such, right? Our identities and how we think about ourselves and our self-awareness is really important. And uh, social proof is one of those things that allows us to, you know, modify, make changes and, you know, move in the direction that suits us best, right? Uh, One of the most powerful phrases in the social proof lexicon is the phrase people like you. Similarly, people like us, right? And in my time as a marketer, I have used this phrase so many times, so many times. Uh, I've used it in different types of marketing content and copy over the years. And for really good reason, uh, it works. It works. People don't want to be the other. They want to be part of a group. However, uh, over the last 12 months specifically, I have learned in my own diversity, equity, and inclusion journey that this type of language promotes exclusivity. I don't like to use the phrase people like us and people like you or similarly women just like us or women just like you uh, because it excludes people who are not like us. And there is so much beauty and so much wisdom in learning from and being part of a community with people who are not like us, right? And so I highly recommend removing the phrase people like us and just like you language from your marketing vernacular in an effort to be mindfully uh, inclusive of different groups and walks of life into your brand. And for those of you who are like, okay, well, how does that play into my niche? Because I've niched down and I'm targeting this particular group of people. And if I use just like this and just like you and just like us uh, in my marketing language, um, I'm really targeting that audience. There is a way of doing this, right? There is a way to stay in your niche and target a particular group of people without deliberately excluding everyone else. I recently wrote my email list a long love letter (laughs) about exclusivity in their marketing material. And if you would like some guidance on how to do this, you can send an email to me at info at willowandoaksolutions.com and I will send you the piece. This is something that I feel really passionate about, and it's something that I'm learning how to do better and better, and I'm listening, and I'm learning from people who are giving me the type of guidance that I need in this space, Uh, but it's something that matters to me, and I'm so happy to take the time out to be in conversation with anybody about inclusive marketing language, so if that's something that you want to get better at or that you feel like you need to learn how to do I would encourage you to please reach out to me. Um, Inclusivity and equitable language in our marketing material is so necessary, uh, and there is a way to do it really well. So inviting people to become part of a group 
is one way of using social proof in your marketing material. Another way of using social proof is collaboration, before and afters, and data-driven content. Those are all forms of social proof marketing. However, they are some of the best performing content on the internet right now. Collaboration, specifically, it allows your brand to reach a new audience by obviously collaborating with another brand, right? Somebody else has developed and nurtured an audience. And when you enter that space as a trusted partner uh, of that brand, you have fast-tracked the no like, and trust factor. And that audience will, generally speaking, know, like, and trust you easier and faster because you have been vouched for by that particular brand. So keeping in mind, collaboration can be really powerful, specifically uh, when you're partnering with a brand that has an audience that is an audience of market that you would like to tap into. You would like a share of that market. Also, expert recommendations and celebrity or uh, influencer endorsements, they all fall into this category as well. Also, before and afters are not just for weight loss journeys or home improvement projects, but showing before and afters of your work as an attorney or a real estate agent or as a coach, whatever your service is, this is a great way of showing your audience the results of working with you. This is about showing the delivered value of what they are paying you for. And for example, our clients come to us feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and confused about how to market their brand on social media and through email marketing. They know it's something they need to do. But after working with us, they enjoy a steady pipeline of the right type of clients. They enjoy the elevated brand perception that good marketing provides. And they get the respect of their peers in their industry who see their marketing material online. And it gives them an audience that looks forward to receiving their digital content. Right. So the before is that they're frustrated, confused and overwhelmed. And the after is that they are uh, getting all of the benefits of what good marketing material material delivers. Right. More revenue, more of the right type of clients in their pipeline, better industry perception and the respect of their peers in their industry. All just because we're publishing consistent, relevant, exceptional content on their behalf. Sounds great, right? It is. It totally is. And we have the testimonials and the case studies and the hard data showing the growth on their platforms to back it up. We have the social proof to back it up, right? So that's an example and a plug, (laughs) but it's an example of social proof. And chances are that you provide results that sound pretty amazing too. So consider how you can leverage those before and afters in a positive way while maintaining appropriate levels of confidentiality and anonymity when it's needed and necessary. Okay, to sum it up, we talked through six different types of marketing content today, I think, uh, that perform very well by earning more reach, more engagement, and more sales conversions. Uh, And those were interactive content. Interactive content includes things like Facebook Lives, quizzes, Q&As, 
polls, things that engage your audience with real time or shortly thereafter. Interactive content also includes that webinar that you can use to convert uh, people in your audience into buying customers. We talked about the second form of really high-performing content, which is storytelling content. Anytime you can tell a story rather than just a bulleted list of data, you're in good shape. And the third one, which is a very all-encompassing phrase, is social proof. Social proof content is that broad term that we use for content that shows your audience how others have benefited from your work. Uh, Social proof is that term that encompasses things like data to prove a point, before and afters, collaborations, case studies, and testimonials. There are more ways of using social proof. Those are just a few examples. And if you're not using these forms of marketing tactics now, uh, consider how you can weave them in. And if, if it sounds pretty overwhelming to you <laughs> to do that, we would be happy to help you uh, and get you started. We can uh, work together or we can just give you some free advice if you'd like. You can reach out to us directly at info at willowandoaksolutions.com or you can schedule a free consultation with us by clicking the link in our show notes. So that's all for now. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. It's my goal that each episode will move the needle for you in some way that you'll get exactly what you need right when you need it. So if you loved it, and I sure hope that you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leave a review. And if today's episode or this podcast is valuable to you, there's likely someone that you know who might also get some value out of it as well. So send it their way. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for being here.